Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It says the worst damn sports show period, and I feel like I came in pretty hot when I just said that. Guys, hey, it's Steve Burrell. That is Dubs. That's me. That is Beardo. Hello. And we're going to cover sports, obviously. We're going to talk about the Broncos a little bit today. We are going to be covering the NBA Finals and NHA Finals and HL Finals. I was going to say, what's the NHA? I don't yeah, know what that uh, is. There, there's, <laughs> there a new hockey association that I should be aware of? You know, if we're going to lean on every <laughs> verbal stumble, <laughs> this is going to be a long podcast after all. And of course, we're going to be talking about the Rockies, which is, matter of fact, probably the, the most that we have to talk about when it comes to a sporting thing going on here in Denver oh, no. right now. I've got something else for you. And then Dubs is teasing that he has something buried within the worst yes. that is going to keep us talking for quite some time, but I, it might have I, to extend the bed. I promise you. I promise. Mm, all right. But we kick everything off here with the tweet of the week, which Beardo has. Uh, it's kind of a funny tweet of the week. I mean, obviously, the Broncos are doing organized teen ac- team activities right now. Uh, OTAs, for sure. I know. Yeah. I was you didn't waiting want to make fun of him for that? I was, I was waiting for you to Steve the. I wasn't paying close enough attention. Leave him yeah, there. Okay, was, go ahead. Yeah, too. no, go ahead. Um, but <laughs> with that being said, the media likes to blow things out of proportion. The, what? No. Yeah. What? Come on. <laughs> They've talked about how great Joe Flacco has looked. They've talked about Von Miller. They've talked about you know comments from Coach Fangio and how he's giving guys compliments. However, I think that the most underreported thing is the fact that for some reason the Broncos don't have a net behind their field goal that goes near the media lot where where all media members who are blowing things out of proportion are parking <laughs> their cars. And as a result, it's led to Brandon McManus. Breaking some windshields, taking out some headlights, and leaving some dents. Don't With forget it. A football? You're going to break a windshield? That actually happened? Yeah, it well, did. Yeah, because yeah, he's. Yeah. I mean, he's booting it through the uprights, and the 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 goalpost is literally like against that back wall where the lot is. So it's sailing over. Those are heavy the hall. too. Yeah, I mean, have like, you ever tried to catch a, a kickoff? No, I have not. I have not tried to catch a professional kickoff. You, well, I mean, even just one from a high school kid. Like, try to catch a try to catch a kickoff. Like, okay. it is it, it drops. Is, yeah, like it's a little bit intimidating. I mean, I'm sure you've caught a fly ball before. Oh yeah, I've caught a plane fly balls. So, I played 500 before. So, but that's someone throwing it usually. Yeah, so I mean, it gets on you quick, right? Mm-hmm. It really, it really gets there faster than you'd expect. And with the weight and stuff, man, it can really it can be heavy. Yeah, and with most media members. Their windshields are probably pretty beaten up because they're not spending a lot of money trying to replace them if they got some cracks in it and stuff like that. <laughs> no, there's going to be some that are replaced. <laughs> you drive cheap ass cars. Yeah. yeah. The, the <laughs> tweet, so the tweet of the week is really Brandon McManus tweeted out that you should send all insurance claims directly to the Denver Broncos <laughs> yesterday. And in that thread, Vic Lombardi tweeted a video of him and Tyler Columbus like hanging out because they can't film anything inside of the practice facility during OTAs. So it's them standing outside the fence and there's one of the guys that like is supposed to catch the ball and <laughs> Vic turns and he's like, have you, have you ever caught him? And the guy just honest as can be, he's like, well, yeah, sometimes, but I mean like, I'm not laying out for these things. <laughs> and two seconds after he says that a ball comes 
kicked over the fence, hits the sidewalk, bounces, and takes out someone's headlight. Oh, <laughs> it was just like it was the perfect sequence of videos. But yeah, the Broncos need a net. Apparently. I like I like them threatening you. Like, watch yourself, media right, members, yes. <laughs> or we'll have McManus kick uh, footballs at you. Maybe that's that's why they don't have the net. It's it's to keep that controlled. Like, don't talk bad about us. We we want all positive things coming out of OTAs, or this is what's going to happen to your Jaguar sitting in the media lot. Jaguar, there's no Jaguar. There. No, some of those TV guys got some pretty. Oh, nice all right, cars. that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> not say, radio guys. Radio guys do yeah. not have a Jaguar. No, <laughs> proving once again there's never an off season. For talking Broncos That's football. Right. That's right. <laughs> well, enough of that, though. You know, it may be something to talk about, but we got more stuff to talk about. Like, for example, <clears throat> topic one the Colorado Rockies. And I know that we've talked about them. We talked about them last week in a very positive light because we were very excited about the fact that they won like seven games in a row or whatever it but was. But they have lost two in a row. So is the season over, I think, is what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, now we're just going to take the negative approach and ask, are they actually good enough don't, to beat good teams? Don't we, us. Don't oh. we, us. Cause <laughs> we, you, Steve and I. Because you guys are negative Nancys, and don't we, us. I'm not part of this. I want no part in this. You know, right? You do have a good point. I'm a negative Nancy. No, and only also, honestly, only when it comes to stuff like this, because I feel like this the the Rockies of today. Well, they're not even of the Broncos like a few years ago before they kind of got over the hump. Like they haven't gotten gotten over that first part of the hump. So they're more like the Nuggets of what it used to be. Stop like, it. That's how I, I mean. Okay, well, prove me right. They have yeah. been. I take it back. They have been to the World Series. So that was a couple of years ago. They got sweeped out. Is that twelve? Twelve years, years ago. ago. Um, but here we are in the third year of what hopefully is a playoff run for the Rockies once again. But it, it shows us as we're beating all these cupcakes for a while. And now we finally go on the road to the Cubs. They lost middle of the season. I know this. But is this a precursor of things to come? Like, can they beat a better team when they need to? Go come on. on. Well, okay. come I mean, on that, that's one way I mean, to say it. I mean, come on. How is Your this best the, pitcher is in triple A right now. Which yeah, that's like a and that's, that's a, a negative of, thing. Yeah. That's say not that's like, a negative thing. You are over five hundred and your best pitcher is in triple A. If you believe truly that he won't figure it out this year, then it's a negative thing. What I believe But I don't I don't think that. What I believe truly is that we're just not going to beat the Dodgers for a division and we're I, finding ourselves in a wild card again. That might be true, but if that's the case, I think that wild card game would be at home. And well, well, I, don't well, I don't know think, why you say that because right now they're not even in the wild card. I don't feel I don't have any concern whatsoever about this team beating any team in the National League. Except for the Dodgers, Cubs, and it, Brewers. It sucks that the Dodgers are in your division, right? Like we kind of talked about mm-hmm. this last week. I bet you could even go look at all the years that the Rockies were in the wild card or won the wild card before they had the playing game, and it was the Dodgers that probably won the division each one of those years. It feels like Big Brother is always in the way. Yes, I get that, but the Dodgers are the best team in baseball, like bar none. Better than the Yankees, better than the Astros, better than, I mean, pick it. I mean, right? okay, well, nobody's arguing that. Okay, so it sucks that they're in your division, but to say like, oh, well, they couldn't beat the Dodgers. Well, they're the best team in I'm baseball I'm talking about right the Dodgers. Now. I'm talking about the Cubs that just beat them twice. They absolutely can beat the Cubs. They lost to them by a run last night. They lost, I mean, come on. I'm just they're saying in, they're overall, Wrigley Field. when you're talking about the team, this team is not better than last year's team. 
I don't know if I agree with that. Why? Wait, the, you think losing Ottavino is a bonus? You think their bullpen's better, which is probably the most important part to a playoff run? I think I, their bullpen is worse. That's what I'm saying. I think their bullpen is much worse. I think their position players are better. You wouldn't sign Matt Holiday at the end of last season so you could have a bat off the bench. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that, Tapia, you could do that again. Tapia, Dahl, McMahon, those are people that you called up last year and they helped you on the way. You didn't have them as part of the plan. They weren't with the big league club all year. Now they are people who are regular contributors. and Regular I contributors who are taking place of people like DJ LeMayhew, who is, who is a batting champ, who's now playing in New York and, for $2 million. We and let him go for Gerardo that. Parra? Well, yeah, he's I gone. mean, come on, right? Sure, okay, like, that's one. That's one. I'm, <laughs> you, you, Walters got better as a hitter? At your catching position. I mean, I don't think you're a worse team than you were last year. I really don't. I think our your bullpen is might is a little be a little bit worse. I don't think your talent is any worse though, right? Like your your pitching may not be performing up to the standard, but I think the standard is still there, and that your pitching will get back to that at some point. But I also believe that this team, as is, even if it isn't any better or worse, is the same. Will probably face the same fate that it did last year and and the year before. I think that you got to catch the right. I mean, this is what baseball is about, right? You got to catch the right team at the right time. The Brewers were the wrong team at the wrong time last year to run into in the playoffs. But they're still a better they were, team this year. They, they were a better record this year. They were white hot at the end of last season. They used it to streak all the way back to take the NL Central when it didn't look like they were going to be close to it in the middle of the summer. They were white hot to start the beginning of the year this year. They've cooled off since. They're not the world beaters that they were early in the season. And lots of times when a team does so well right at the front of the season, you kind of just put it in the back of your mind like, okay, Brewers are really good this year. And then you forget to check back in on them. But they're not, I mean, they're not out of touch for the Rockies. So I think, yes, in a five-game series, yes, I think the Rockies can beat them. Absolutely. In a one-game playoff, you never know. You just never know what's going to happen. That's why I hate that wild card game. And I've said before, I wish that it wasn't even on our radar and we didn't have to talk about it, but we do. Um, cause you just never know what can happen in one game. Well, because that wild card will be one game and that wild card will burn your best pitcher. Yes. Uh, for the next series. Yes. And we saw that affect them last year. Yes. Well, I think I think what I'm saying is it's not like I'm disappointed in this team because it is a good team. They're going to win a lot of games and they have a chance to make the playoffs. As constructed, though, I can't see them doing any better than they have the last couple of years. They're 31 and 28, I think. Right? Wait, right now? Yes. Mm, they're two over, I believe. So 31 you're close, and 29, whatever that is, something like that. Yeah. And they started three and 12. So that's you know. I, you got to go back and look at that start when you're looking at their overall record, when you're looking at the position that they're in, when you're saying, well, they're not part of the wild card right now. Like, well, if we look at the last two months, which is a large sample. I mean, we're mm-hmm. talking about 40 games now where they've been playing well. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So it's not like, oh, I don't know if this is what we're going to get out. Yes, this is what the hey, so I'm are. just saying on a game to game basis. Do you think this team constructed as is could do any better in the playoffs than they have the last couple of years? Yes, absolutely. You don't think they need more something somewhere along the way? I think that if you want to make a run at a championship, yeah. you better go get something. But I think, and this is kind of... We had this kind of this discussion. I keep referencing that podcast, but we had this discussion when we were talking about Nolan Arenado and that contract. I think this is a three-year plan to win a title, right? And so, I'm okay with that. That these young guys who are getting walk-off hits and learning how to deal with MLB pitching and understanding that MLB pitchers are going to adjust to you and you're going to have to adjust back and all this stuff uh, where they'll go through slumps and that kind of stuff. I just feel like the Rockies' plan is, yes, they could go get get a piece, a, bull, a couple bullpen pieces, maybe a outfielder or a second baseman, and really try to amp up their lineup and try to make a run at it this year. Or... They can let their young guys sit there and stew for a year and make a playoff run, which I think they will be. I think they will do. They're definitely capable of it. And look at winning a title in the next three years. And I think that's why Nolan's contract was structured the way that it was. He wants to put pressure on them to make a run at the beginning of it and pressure on them to make a run at the end of it. And I think that's what we're looking at. Let me ask you this right now, then. With the Rockies, they went on that that streak. They won some games. Now they're they're playing the Cubs. Do you just see that a, a Cubs series like this, if we're not coming out and taking the series, that it's just a chance to reset, refocus, and get back on another six-game run? The recipe for the Rockies, and really for baseball, is have an over 500 record on the road. So... Losing two of three, I mean, if they go take this game today and then they win two of three in New York and they come home with a three and three road trip after a nine and one homestand, that's how you make the playoffs, right? You like you just have to play 500 ball on the road. It's hard to win on the road in MLB. Yes, any given team, any given day. But if you can keep yourself a 500 on the road and you can have a winning home record, really take advantage of that big ballpark with your good hitters, your great defense out in the outfield in terms of covering a lot of ground, uh, your, your team is designed to play in Coors Field. You always build your team for your home park. And the other parks in the NL West are also huge. I mean, Arizona's field is gigantic, right? So is San Diego. So is Chavez Ravine. So we're we're built to play in these big, huge stadiums with these giant fields. And then we go to Wrigley, and it's this tiny little field, right? And it's not great for our hitters. It's not great for our defense. You know what I mean? It's just we're not built to play there. Part of what my disappointment was this is even before, and and probably because it's UC Cub fan, light up on Twitter like this time <laughs> sure, uh, is, right. uh, is exactly that. The Cubs made it super clear with the Rockies coming in that they're looking forward to this and they're looking forward to sweeping the Rockies like they want to whip up on him. And so far they have. And I feel like the Rockies should have answered the bell a little bit harder. So and if they do get swept out, it just it it doesn't show me a ton here in June, obviously, but it is it's a kick in the gut. How about that? It's it's a kick in the gut if you get swept, just like the Phillies series, right? I mean, they had one six to seven series, and the one they lost a was getting bit swept I mean, by the get, Phillies. It sucks getting swept anywhere, but this is the team that said, "We see you coming. Don't expect to win a game." And here they are. 
Listen, you're, and if you want to be a team that's going to like cause some trouble for other teams, if you want to be feared as another team, you got to disrupt that. I don't think they're to the fear yet, though. I think that's a different not. conversation, right? Like the Rockies aren't going and bullying anybody anywhere yet. They still have to beat the bullies and prove that they belong. That's exactly my point. And I, they can't that do it right now. I don't think they can't. I just think they haven't. I think, well, they, I mean, they did. They walked into Wrigley Field and beat the Cubs in a wild card game last year. Like, that, that is but beating right, the bully. But right now, it doesn't feel like they can. It, like, I think that's kind of where, where Steven I just can they beat these It's a coin teams? flip. I just, I, like right, a but that's the thing. It's a coin yeah. flip. That's where I'm trying to get to, right? Like, this team isn't the overmatched game, by the Cubs. The one game is a coin flip. You give them a series... That's where that's where I, I I think it would be an underdog. They'd be the underdog situation in any team that they'd be playing for the wild card right now. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be interesting to to look at to see if if in a series they who you would favor them, and especially against. now that the Cubs just got better. Like they decide Craig Kimbrell. I'm actually that really, guy. I'm uh, Craig Kimbrell. Craig Kim. Wow, we both can't do you it. Know, you know what throws me off? <laughs> that guy is just like he like not only has he played for the teams that I can't stand the most, yeah, with Boston mm-hmm. and the Cubs, but on top of that, he has to look super weird doing it. I know he's got that weird <laughs> stare. Yeah, and he's got that crazy like awful beard you yeah. know there are nice beards as i point to beardos <laughs> there are people there just like what is why that looks so uncomfortable and then he has that strange like nobody does that like yeah the arm thing imitating, too. but it's hard to even i don't even know how to describe that on the radio there's, there's this weird hunch with his arm hanging to the side it's like uh I'm interested to see how he pitches after missing spring training and being out of baseball for two months. Sure. I mean, he could be, he could come back and his arm could be refreshed and yeah, he could I'd be good to go. Be well rested. Or he could just be a mess trying to deal with major league hitters and not having his best stuff, you know? So yeah, I, it, it'll it be actually would be kind of interesting because it's it, it, typically at the beginning of the season, pitchers are doing okay yeah. because the hitters haven't warmed up, but yeah. now they are yeah. and he's going to be coming in cold. So Yeah, I think they're going to send him down to AAA to start. But, okay. but anyway, I think the Rockies can hang, is, is all I'm trying to say. I, I think it's a coin flip with any of the major contenders in the NL, except for the Dodgers. So you're not worried about Kyle Freeland? I, oh, I'm definitely worried about Kyle I Freeland. wasn't worried when they were 3-12 and 12 and everybody was freaking out. I wasn't worried when they hadn't reached 500 after 40 games and everybody was freaking out. I'm certainly not worried when they lose two games in Wrigley Field to one of the best teams in the NL. Uh, what, no, he said specifically about Kyle Freeland. I'm yeah. not worried about Kyle Freeland. You think that, you think that AAA is going to get him to come back around? It would, I, I wouldn't be worried until, say, after the All-Star break. He's... Like, if he can't get it together in three weeks down in AAA, then I don't know what's going on. He's um, he's a a very like bulldog mentality kind of guy, and him and John Gray kind of share that. It's one of the reasons they get along so well. Uh, when John Gray went down last year, he was embarrassed, he was insulted, and he came back and he started pitching well. Now, does this mean he's going to get back to Cy Young? This year, I don't know. But I think you can, yes, expect him to come back and be much better than he has been. Okay, because as a fan, I'm worried about Kyle Freeland. Yeah, that, that's well, our That's our guy, and he was really awesome last year. Don't and, bail on him yet. Okay. Don't hit, <laughs> don't hit the ejector seat just yet. Got it. All right, let's roll into the next thing with us where we laid on thick. For the Worst Damn Sports Show period, we talk about something that made us feel great and happy one way or another, sports or otherwise. I actually have my, my laid on thick and my worst 
could be interchangeable. So I'm going to think about it for a minute. Okay. I'll go I'm ahead let one and of you start. guys go first. Right. Yeah. I'm going to lay it on thick for a guy that we love here in Denver, and we like seeing him around, and I'm hoping that uh, I can lay it on thick and just manifest the fact that Peyton Manning is eventually going to come back to the Denver Broncos at some point. He's going to come back (laughs) and work in the front office. He's going to stick with the team because, man, he is spending a lot of time here. There was actually an interesting article that was written by Will Peterson for Mile High Sports yesterday um, where he gave three reasons as to why Peyton was hanging out with the Broncos. One of them was just like, he loves football. He still lives here. He's got a house here. He just likes to come by, say hi to the gang. Yeah. Uh, another one was that he could possibly be gearing up to take a job with the Broncos at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the third one was that he actually maybe wants to be an part owner of the Denver Broncos. Sure. That yeah, is, why not? Sure. Yeah, what else yeah. might be? If, right. Well, if John Elway and, and Joe, or if Joe Ellis was Born to. nostalgia. It'd be awesome. I mean, it'd be cool. <laughs> or Seems to have option, worked out so far. Option yeah. number four, which is the man knows how to keep his name in the news and not become irrelevant after he retires. So good job good of that. Yeah. Yeah. I really think he wants to be involved with football at some point. I don't know if it's with the Denver Broncos, but he does spend a lot more time with the Broncos than he does the Colts, the team that he was with for 14 seasons. Yeah, well, I mean, so. they kind of dumped him, so you, you don't yeah. go back they and hang out at your yeah. ex's house, do you? Plus, it's also in <laughs> Sometimes Indiana. when you're desperate. <laughs> <laughs> I only drive by yeah. days of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, that's in Indiana. That's the other thing. You notice, like, not only do, a lot, like, everyone comes back to Colorado. Like, uh, yeah. that's why a lot of sports, people who play sports here end up back here even though they played all around the country that's why uh, a place like colorado springs has grown so many it's like over the years is because they have all the military bases and people travel through there when they retire they're like i'm going to colorado same thing with the olympic people that i've heard oh, the that olympic a lot, people that, it's another one too yeah, yeah they train in the springs and they're like i want to live here yeah, yeah well, why wouldn't you so in uh, indiana not quite that same appeal i'm just same. hoping that we can convince peyton to come back maybe demarcus where we for can, that? We he's got zero experience yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever okay um, oh, you go, you go ahead. Do you want me to go? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to lay it on thick for Le'Veon Bell. Now, oh, I'm wanna, I want to preface this. <laughs> Hold on. I want to preface this by saying that I would be impressed if it was a female with two guy friends that were living with them. <laughs> but so Le'Veon Bell uh, had to report a theft oh, of yeah. over $500,000 <laughs> worth of jewelry from one of his summer homes <laughs> that his, quote, girlfriends stole from him. <laughs> <laughs> they were gone, too. <laughs> they were gone, two two too. So he reported that to Hollywood, Florida police who, uh, when he goes, when it happens in Florida, everybody hears about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I want to lay it on thick for him figuring out. A- With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. 
Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Way to get two girlfriends to live in the same house because that's impressive. And even yeah. if you got to pay 500000 worth of jewelry to do it, <laughs> I, I just think it might be worth it. So, And like I said, if it was a girl and she had two boyfriends, if you can talk them into that, God bless you. I, so I'm laying it on thick for uh, for Le'Veon Bell and his girlfriends. He had more money in jewelry stolen than my house, my car, my motorcycle, <laughs> like all of these things combined. Uh, it probably took him a minute where he's just like, where is that one thing? You know, that's gone. And so it was a... I seem to be missing a few pieces. <laughs> and my girlfriend. And my girlfriend. Two of, oh. the, two of the 16 are gone. All right. Well, good for me. Hashtag open relationships. Yeah. Uh. I'll tell you what. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay it on thick. I've decided. I told you my two things. I'm going to say could be either one. So I'm going to lay it on thick, though, for Sega Genesis, or specifically the new retro Sega Genesis Mini, which is going to be like 80 bucks and is going to have all like the cool Sega Genesis stuff I on there. I haven't heard this and yes! <laughs> I, I Actually, now that I say that, though, the reason that it could be the worst Don't. is because it's really not all the titles. It's 42, which is pretty good. But as I scroll through the list, of course, there's going to be some good ones. You know, the Sonic the Hedgehog and Street Fighter. There's going to be some scrubs in there as well. But there's zero NHL 97 or NBA Jam or any sports things whatsoever. And I would be angry if I wasn't on a sports podcast talking about that because those are all the best stuff. Like (laughs) We all know like they got the Sega Genesis downstairs. What are the games that are played? It's like the NBA and the the NHL. NHL 94. Is it 94? (laughs) No, that was 97. 97. Yeah, because that's what I used to have. And that brings back the good memories for me. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah? Is Road Rash on there? Hold on, I'll tell you. Oh, <laughs> damn. Because that's what Jam and I think it Road is, Rash actually. is on there, Road Rash I'm going to be super excited. I want Road Rash 2. Yeah! All right, I'll take that. I'll take that, yeah. I will settle for Road Rash 2. That's a good concession. I'm okay with that. Yeah, there's some good ones on there. Like I said, there is the Sonic, there's the Castlevania, uh, Bloodlines, the Toe Jam and Earl. Uh, original um, Castlevania? No. Uh. Streets of Rage 2. Like, there's a bunch of, like... Uh, like Golden Axe is on there. That's oh, I love Golden Axe. Oh my god, my nerd is wiggling. So for eighty bucks, <laughs> uh, yeah, god. Like, that's good. So, so whoever uh, loses pickup next year is buying three of them for everyone here. I'd be down for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, all, I'm all right with that. That's, that's a, I win even if I lose in that, and I have a track record for losing at these yeah, things. So. I probably have it by then, but we'll see. <laughs> that's that. This is this. Second topic. Let's do some uh, checking in on the current playoff situation because it's kind of like, I don't know, it feels like they're both could go forever. Like It feels like we're going to get game seven in hockey again because they're tied at two and two between the Blues and the Bruins. And Toronto beat the uh, Golden State Warriors again last night for the NBA. Here's the thing, like Steve and I were talking about this. I have watched like point half of a percent of, any of the games that have gone on, like well, it is. Not, I mean, it's not time yet, right? Right, yeah. that's a big part of it. Unless you're one of those teams' fans, it's hard to really get invested into a finals until it becomes go time. It doesn't even have to be the deciding game, but it has to be like maybe game six, where you maybe go to a seven game seven. Everybody's going to want to watch that if you're a sports fan because it's game seven. Well, and I, I mean, so Toronto. We talked about last podcast. Hey, Toronto can get us interested here. And they've done it. 
Yeah. The two wins mm-hmm. were yeah. all I needed, right? And now going into game four with a beat up Warriors team, this is the first game that I'm like, ooh, I want to sit down and watch this. Because if they go up 3-1 and go home for game five, man, Toronto is going to be crazy. I mean, it's going to be nuts there. And I would love to see the dismantling of a championship legendary team in Toronto for game a five-game series? Are you kidding me? That would be great. I, well, I just I mean, don't uh, yeah. think it's going to happen. because I don't either. Like, but Yeah, Golden State is not going to let two in a row go in, at home. Uh, Clay Thompson should be back. I mean, they might not have anything to say about it. Like, they're not as... Obviously, if they're missing Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson, two out of their three best players, uh, Boogie Cousins came back, but he's not the same. You know, he's obviously still a little bit slower than he was, but... Yeah, even before the game last night, it's like Steph's gonna have to score fifty if they win and win a win, and, and he, he almost did. Like forty seven, forty seven, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough because they're just not. They don't have that same kind of balance. They don't have that same kind of firepower to come back uh, from fifteen down in the fourth, which is what they ended up having to do last night, and it just wasn't happening. And they weren't they weren't stopping them. And Toronto was making some timely shots. This is the series I have watched a little bit of. I haven't watched every game, or at least the entirety of every game, but I watched some of each game. And last night, watching the the second half, it was just Toronto's to control. And there's the moments in the game before where they just couldn't score. That didn't happen this time. Like they didn't they didn't get shut down defensively, and so therefore they weren't able to come back or at least that uh, golden state wasn't able to stop them so they were they were able to kind of maintain that lead what was the final score of that game last night i don't know i left when it was it was over 10 with like two minutes left. it was like 123 so. to 100 something okay because like i was getting dinner and the score that i saw at the place i was at it was like 80 to 71 in the third and i was yep. like okay so it was like just a consistent 10 to 15 point lead it sounds like and it was one of those things they'd creep into it you know they get it into the single digits but they just couldn't go on that run and they, that was and it, mostly because they couldn't stop. And it was also some really weird decisions. I felt there was a little desperation basketball like being played, like they try to get too cute. And you could get away with cute when you've got an all-star team. But when you don't, things fall apart quickly. Well, and expecting – so KD might be back next game. They're saying uh, Clay will be. Clay should be, KD's yeah. still up in the yeah. air, but he hasn't played since May 8th. Right, and so that's what I was going to say. Like to expect these people to walk back on the court yeah. and – be Kevin Durant or even be Clay Thompson if he's not at 100% is asking a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And so um yeah, I mean that's why the first game in the series that I'm that I'm interested in watching is this game 4 in in Oakland cuz for the first time in uh what since game 7 that uh, that Cleveland won for the first time in 3 years it feels like their backs are against the wall. Like you, you cannot lose this game in Oakland. You have to win this game. And so I, I think for the first time it feels like there's a little bit of a sense of urgency here for the Warriors. Well, I, yeah. I mean, that, and I think that comes hand in hand with the, with the injuries. If, if the injuries weren't yeah. there, I don't think that the desperation basketball for the Warriors at home would, would have that lingering effect. If the injuries weren't there, this would be 3 nothing Golden State. Like, that's, like, all there is to it. They're a much better team than anyone out there, and that was my take before all of this started, barring injuries. Without Kevin Durant, it's a totally different... Without the MVP, yeah. uh, they're a totally different team. Without Clay Thompson, who is up on the TV right now, they're a totally different team. Without both of those guys, 
they're not as good as Toronto. Yeah. And that's just that's just the long and short of it. Um, and then moving to hockey. Hold on. Before we do that, okay. I, I do want to point out that in a discussion that Steve and I had this week, he has switched who he's rooting for in this series. It's, I am, and it's, it's no longer Toronto. I really, want to vote, I really want to root for Toronto, but Drake has ruined that for me. <laughs> Why? Because he's terrible. Let him, let him talk all the shit he wants. <laughs> Drake's so annoying. Like, and this was before any of this started. It doesn't even have to do with him. I don't like Drake just because I think he sucks. And he's like one of those people that gets so much just by like, Drake's like the face of hip hop. just like, well, that's why hip hop is terrible today. Is because <laughs> oh, wow. you listen to stuff like oh, Drake. Get off my lawn. Okay, go yeah. ahead. Right, Old man yells at cloud. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Drake's good, but that's why I'm so, okay. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, but, okay. but why is he souring you on the finals? Well, because it's well, game what is one, Drake? I think is what did it. <laughs> no, I mean, listen. I think game one is Draymond Green it. came over and talked to him. So yeah, get in his face. Well, that was part of. Well, he t- he did touch Steph Curry, and I don't know if that was appropriate. And then he tried to sell his lint hair off his hair. <laughs> <laughs> he was helping a brother out there. You can't be hating on that. <laughs> mm, I don't know. Some other guy got kicked out of NBA games forever for touching a player last night. He well, he like shoved him. He that, did shove. It looked malicious, and I don't know why he Wait, wasn't what? even close to him. There was a guy. Ky- yeah, Kyle Lowry went Kyle into the. Stands trying to save a ball, and it looked like it was like his wife's seat, but I'm assuming that I don't know. Was but a she wasn't seats away, but yeah. she wasn't in it at the time, and he landed on the other guy, which who was like Steve saying two seats away, and this guy like reaches over and like tries to give Lowry a shove. He does give him huh. a little shove. I mean, it obviously wasn't this violent act, but he went out of his way to reach down and push him on the shoulder, and apparently some. Words were exchanged. It wasn't to the level of of what we saw in a couple of the games. He said there was no racist remarks or anything like that. He just said some pretty awful things to him, giving him a shove. And so that guy was immediately kicked out and uh, looks to be like no decisions made, but that person will be uh, forever banned from any NBA game, huh. which, which is, is the way it should be. Yeah, you can't yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like court courtside seats are always like weird like that anyways. You get you get that chance where a player is going to be close, but don't touch him, man. I like, mean, that's, that's the rule. I hate Russell Westbrook, but I feel like that was the one thing he did that well that game of, yeah. in Denver. Yeah. Where I, the kid touched him. The kid yeah, yeah. and kind of pushed him, right? Yeah. But they, I mean, granted, it's a kid, right? So you he, he gets upset. He turns around and he looks and he sees it's a kid and he turns to the dad and he's like you need to talk to him right and then he looks at the kid and he's like you can't do that so maybe a band for life would not be the same there but honestly that kid if he wasn't he should have been kicked out too Uh, yeah teach him a lesson you gotta learn like you'd be like you gotta go home now yeah maybe maybe for that one yeah yeah Yeah. Um, Uh, yeah, that's it Anyway, it's kind of like it's it's a bummer because I feel like once again here we are in the NBA Finals and I'm just like I don't even know who to root for. It now. Dude, I'm all in for Toronto. I'm all in for. I'm good with Toronto. I, I want the underdog story. Like yeah. that's what I'm rooting for. Yeah, and listen, if 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 they go down three one and then come all the way back and get a revenge story, I'm fine with Golden State winning it too. Like, I'm fine, and I'm fine I, with the story of that how that's going to work out too because I'm interested. Can yeah. they get their players back on the court? And if they do. Like if if next game all of a sudden we see or even the game after we get everyone back and healthy, 
are they going to do what I thought they could do and just smoke them? Like right. Whatever team is on the other side. Well, and they have to live forever with losing to Cleveland after having a 3-1 lead. People still bring it up. It's that and the New England Super Bowl versus yeah. Atlanta. versus Atlanta, <laughs> right? So if they if they have a 3-1 comeback of their own, I think it would be kind of poetic justice. So, um, so what I'm hoping for is the Toronto to go up 3-1, come back home, and then just see how much shit Drake talks just so <laughs> upset Steve. You're trash! You're trash! I did um, like the end of that, the second game when they won. What was the uh, the line? Just be like, don't hear you talking now, Aubrey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're using the government name. We got you. <laughs> um, and real quick on the hockey, listen, it looks like the Bruins are the better team, but somehow they're 2-2. Let it go seven. I've, I mean, I've, NHL needs a game seven in the Stanley Cup Finals every freaking yeah. year, yes. you know? Yeah. So let it go seven. Who cares? I've decided I'm rooting for Ryan O'Reilly. That's oh, what I'm rooting gross. for here. That is just, yeah. that was, wash your mouth out. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's what it comes down to with NHL. I think we can all agree. St. Louis in seven. That would be the best. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, and I think would everyone would be happy with that, except for the people of Boston. Fuck them. <laughs> but that would what that would be what makes me internally happy is that I'm just pissing off the people in Boston. And I don't care about St. Louis that much. It's just pissing off the people in Boston at this point. And it would be in Boston, right? Yes. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> I Even just better. They put up that billboard that is like days since our last major sports oh, championship, no. which I hate. But I just hope like that billboard turns into a curse. Because, like, there's a, the curse starts for different reasons, right? The curse of the Bambino. They traded Babe Ruth. They didn't mm. win, right? The Philadelphia had a sports curse because they started building buildings higher than the city capital. And so what if, <laughs> what if this is the beginning of their curse? Like, what if this is the beginning of the end and that billboard is just nice. up there Ooh, with a running the, total forever oh, and ever epic. and ever? All They're going to, like, doing their straight pride parade right underneath <laughs> that. <laughs> Boston, so many reasons to hate you. They, they, that, that would be brilliant. They lose like the Stanley Cup Finals. They Tom Brady gets hurt in a preseason game. Tom Brady had some, Tom Brady had some strange comments going into OTAs this year. Really? Yeah, go look them up. They okay. were they okay. were just like a little a hmm. little weird. That would be. I like the idea of that billboard there. Like twenty years in the future too. Yeah. It's just all dusty. Yeah. <laughs> People are like bitter about it. There's it's like Cleveland like, again. Yeah, like, it's at, it's at like it. twenty thousand days or something like that. Like, yeah, eat that, Boston. You're finally getting what you deserve. People are like writing op edge. She's like, we need to take that billboard down. And then, like, other superstitious people are like, you can't take the billboard down. <laughs> you can't touch it. If you touch it, it just extends the curse. You can't do it. You can't do it. <laughs> nice. All right. So that's the finals. We will, of course, revisit this next week. I don't know if they'll be over by then. Because They could be. Maybe. I mean, it depends who oh, wins, Of course, yeah, how many yeah. games they go. But yeah. now's where we wrap things up. We're on the worst damn sports show, period. And we talk about exactly that. The worst. And I'll start just because I... Uh, yeah, I told you I had the two things, and so here's my other. And you tell me, I was thinking about laying it on thick for this, because it's a good baseball anecdote. But also, uh, this is Pete Rose talking about his time that he spent with Joe DiMaggio uh, in Vietnam, like, helping support the troops. We're, we're down in, as you may not know, South Vietnam is a jungle. He went to Vietnam with Joe DiMaggio yeah. on a tour. Yeah, 23 days I lived with Joe. Right. And it's so hot you can't sleep. And all of a sudden, Joe says, i got to take a shower. I said, Joe, we're not downtown Saigon. We're in the damn middle of the jungle. He said, I don't give a darn. I'm Joe DiMaggio. i got to take a shower. So the only way he could take a shower there is a guy had to get up get up on a chair, me, 
have a bucket of water, pour it into this canvas pour it thing. Over his head. Pull the chain, and the guy underneath took a shower. I gave Joe DiMaggio a shower. Now, the best way to describe Joe DiMaggio is he was a penis with a man hanging from it. (laughs) You're going to get us kicked off the air, Mike. (laughs) So I wasn't sure if that was the best because it's kind of a funny story about Pete Rose talking about Joe DiMaggio's dick. (laughs) You call it a man hammer? Did I hear that right? (laughs) said it was like a penis with a man hanging off of it. Okay, man. So I guess I'll put it here in the worst because it's also Pete Rose talking about Joe DiMaggio's dick. And I know it's well, there you know, go. That we should have been the other way. It should have been the best. It, it should have been, been the best, yeah. and we should send that to our fellow friends over in Boston who want to do the straight, straight pride parade. Right, oh, they're talking man. about Joe DiMaggio's dick? Yeah. He's married it'll Marilyn make, Monroe. It'll, it'll, okay. it'll, yeah. it'll make them super uncomfortable. It'll be uh, great. Right. Send it over <laughs> My worst is just that we had to talk about old man's penises on this podcast today. That, I don't know that how old was... he was back. I guess he was pretty old then, too. Yeah. <laughs> is that it? Are you actually Yeah, no, that's okay. it. Okay. That's, that's, Wonderful. that's All right. where I'm leaving it. Uh, well, that's funny because my worst is also us. Guys, we suck. We've failed to talk about the one winning team that we actually have, which is our U.S. Women's National Team. Uh, The U.S. Women's World Cup starts tomorrow. We didn't even talk about it once. (laughs) Hold on, let me backtrack. I don't think we would talk about the Men's World Cup. Like we wouldn't talk about (laughs) the World Cup. The the worst is really the men's team team because they just lost to Jamaica. (laughs) (laughs) The men's team just lost to Jamaica. We don't need to talk about them. They're the worst this week. (laughs) And also, I get it. Sports covers a lot of stuff. We're not really a soccer sports cast. We talked about it. We've talked about the women's national. Okay, We've yeah, talked yeah, about okay. the World Cup. We have never just talked about them in general. But all right, it's so the what do you got to freaking cup? What do you got to say uh, about the so women's I, World I, Cup? I did a little no. research because okay. I didn't even know the freaking thing was starting, and I figured that you guys didn't either. Nope. And so then I'm also making the assumption that maybe our listeners don't know that it's starting either. <laughs> so I got a little two Likely. second primer for you. Here's what you need to know about the FIFA World Cup. It starts tomorrow. It's in France. France has the only game tomorrow. We don't play till Tuesday. We'll play Thailand Tuesday. Here's the nice thing about it for you and me, Steve. It's a one o'clock game. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like you and I are going to get to go home and like we can like turn on the soccer game and take a nap. <laughs> yeah, it's good for that. I come on, I love doing that. I'm going to um, turn on the soccer game and take a nap under my desk. It's fine. <laughs> Same thing. Same effect. All right. So here's what you need to know. We're one of two favorites. France is the other favorite. We're technically better than them, but they're playing at home. So uh, we've got. Great attack, uh, but one of the uh, attackers is actually from here in Colorado. Her name is Mallory Pugh. She's from Highlands Ranch. She has uh, earned her way onto that team. They say she might come off the bench. She might start. She's not a guarantee to start every game. She's super young, so she's like a young prodigy type player. Uh, So they don't know that she'll start every game, but she could be the future of the U.S. women's national team, so that's kind of exciting. And like I had mentioned earlier, they won the last one of these so they are the defending champs they should have no problem getting out of their group is what i've heard again i don't actually know anything about soccer but they should have no problem getting out of their group uh so go get a fourth one we want four stars yeah and i i I will say this i do enjoy watching the women's world cup much more than the men's yeah i do too uh and mostly because it's they there is like a different culture when they play and the amount of flopping is so much less in the women's game 
that it makes it so much more appealing to watch because that's actually the biggest turnoff for me for soccer. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a little tedious for me as a non-fan to watch a 0-0 tie. Yeah. That, but it's truly, truly the flopping that kills me. Yeah, they, they, it's, it's, they are tougher in the women's game. Like, yeah. you can just say it. Like, it's, they, they are it's, right. it's, yeah, it's not it's part of their way. culture. It's not part of their game in the same way where I feel like it's so ingrained with the men's where you touch someone and they fall down like they just got yeah. shot. Yeah. And you don't see that happening in the women's game the same way. Yeah. I, when I was in Costa Rica, they I like was flipping through ESPN and it was showing a Rapids game down there. Hmm. Of all things, it was a it was a Rapids and LA Galaxy game, so I think it was more LA. because it was the LA market. Sure. Um, but even watching that for all of five ten minutes, there was some dude that flopped, and I was just like, okay, I've seen enough of this. <laughs> he got him out on because it was man, like he seriously just like dropped to the ground like he'd been shot in the lake and there was nobody around him like he just he just fell over and it was because there was extra stoppage time that they needed to come back and win i'm just like man get the hell out of here with that but i but i never i never see that with the women yeah and i can tell you one of my one of my fondest moments watching sports over the past I don't know, 10 years was that comeback that they had. And I think it was two world cups ago, but they bombed that kick from, from the center line and scored a goal. Well, all, all you need to know is I was by myself in my room watching this game and just jumped up cheering loudly, like overwhelmed. Did you take uh, your shirt off and run around? I did. Like and Mia I swung Hamm. it over my head. Uh, that wasn't me. Yeah, no, no, was, uh, whoever. She was on uh, that. Brandy Chastain. Thank you. Yes. Thank Chastain. You. Um, so yeah, I mean, listen, there, there. It's fun to watch these games, and you can get emotionally invested. I mean, our women are amazing. So congrats to them uh, on the past success that has us interested. Because they always talk about what does it take to get us interested? Well, winning. winning. So yeah, so well, here we are. I'm warning you. If they go win again, be Co- interested. Colorado should be more interested for the whole Mallory Pugh story. That'd be kind of fun. This is maybe the start of her like dynasty, right? This is maybe the start of her Mia Ham like run being the face of American soccer. Yeah, she's actually in one of the commercials for the like. I think it's either Nike or Gatorade, yeah. one, of, one of the two. But yep. they just did like a two minute commercial, and she's she's part of it. Mia Ham's narrating it. Mm. That is the Worst Damn Sports Show, period. Thanks for hanging out for as long as you have. And follow us again at Worst Damn on Twitter. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.